This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Real Presence Live as we begin the Straight straight Talk segment for this uh, Thursday. Father James Gross joining you from the um, studios here in Grand Forks. And uh, from his uh, subterranean lair in Walsh County, we have Father Jason Leffer with us here this morning. So welcome again. Welcome back to Real Presence Live, Father. Isn't this, this is crazy, isn't it, Father Gross? The, the world's turned upside down and inside out, but here we are, and, and through technology, yep. here we are. Think about how different the, the whole theme and the flavor was of the last show that we hosted a month ago compared to where we are right and, now. It's do you, do you unbelievable. Remember a month ago, we were talking about, hey, it's the anniversary of Pope John Paul II, we can really focus on that, have fun or whatever, and we're not even in the same world anymore. I mean, things have yeah. changed so dramatically, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, it really is stunning. So uh, Straight Talk is the segment that we're beginning now for the remaining minutes of uh, this first hour of programming. 877-795-0122 is the number to call, and we really hope to hear from you uh, with uh, questions um, uh, about uh, anything regarding the faith or or about uh, the uncertainties of this present time, etc. We'll also be hearing from uh, Dr. Leroy Huizengay, uh, from the University of Mary, and also Peter Martin from the Diocese of Winona, Rochester. So keep uh, uh, keep with stay with us for those interviews coming up in the next hour. So that number once again is eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two, and uh, the uh, Facebook page is also available for posting uh, questions if you want to go that route as well. And uh, as I'm looking outside the window here, Father, um, it is uh, a fortuitous thing that uh, you didn't uh, schlep on down to Grand Forks, considering that we have a um, we have a snowstorm brewing here. You know, it, it's like if the virus won't get you and if the blizzard doesn't get you and if the flood doesn't get you, I mean, it, it's really, we really need to have faith in God, don't we? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm waiting for the, uh, the, the, the the other plagues to unfold, you know, the, the frogs, the locusts, etc., you know. <laughs> But uh, we're we're safe and sound, and all things considered, you know, um, it, it, it could be a whole lot worse. But uh, we don't want to make light by any means of the situation, uh, the difficulties that a lot of people are facing, um, especially those who are uh, burdened with um, having uh, contracted the uh, COVID nineteen virus, as well as uh, especially healthcare professionals and other essential workers who are in the midst of them. I'm also thinking of my parents who are in a um, uh, care, long-term care facility in Bismarck, and um, uh, the the difficulty that they're facing as well because um, they're not able to interact with people except uh, by on the phone, and and the workers who are there, and how careful they have to be as well. So we're in our straight talk segment. We're going to be waiting for. Um, we are anxiously uh, looking forward to visiting with you and to uh, receive any calls or questions that you may have, Father Leffer. I just wanted to share a couple of things here as we're um, uh, launching into this segment. Uh, some things that I've read uh, from a, a magazine recently, um, the magazine, the Washington Examiner, that uh, looked at the impact of uh, isolation, loneliness in American society. 
Um, and of course, there's a whole different theme about that. But um, I just wanted to share some pull quotes. This first one is from an article by a, a journalist by the name of Selena Zito from her hometown in Pittsburgh, speaking about a large downtown flagship uh, department store that had closed. Um, and uh, she, she says the following. These stores, such as the one that had closed, their absence in our city's cores aren't just about the loss of retail square footage. That is what mayors and politicians always get wrong when people bristle at the loss. Instead, what hurts most is the loss of community and touchstones that brought people from a variety of different backgrounds, races, religions, and education, and income levels. It is what we have not replaced them with, namely an attachment to community whose loss we mourn. She then goes to cite a Pew survey from 2018, which showed that roughly 4 in 10 adults say they are not too or not at all attached to their local community. This is a sharp veer away from that thing about us that odd French sociologist Alexis de Tocqueville in the 1800s, who observed with respect our robust habit of forever joining and forming communities and how we have benefited from them. As online communities form and social media becomes a replacement for connection, they have proved to be a very weak link to the physical communities that made America stand out for its willingness to shed social barriers and congregate. So I think that's some interesting food for thought about uh, who we are as human beings and important things that we that we rely on. So we're receiving some questions here that uh, we can address, and I'm going to start uh, pitching these to you here, Father Leffer. First of all, Denise contributed a question on Facebook. Is there somewhere we can access the Gospels for the coming week so we can participate by speaking our parts? For example, with the proclamation of the Passion on Palm Sunday this coming Sunday and Good Friday uh, on Friday. So what are some helpful areas, Father Leffer, that you would uh, direct people to in order to be able to follow along with the readings? Yeah, you know that is a really particular challenge, especially this week, and we're I would start here just saying nothing's normal, nothing's usual. I don't know, how, you know how how you're figuring out Father Gross for yourself, how you're going to be with your people for for Palm Sunday, and then the liturgies come forward. It's very challenging, but it's like everything's being taken from us. And when I say us, I mean the lay people in the sense of the sacraments and participation together. So here's something: is it is a critical thing we like to identify with, which is that. Passion Sunday, we get to participate in the gospel, right? And well, how how is that going to happen? You know, this year, what is that going to look like? What what I really encourage people. So, this it really requires us to to think outside of the box right now. To, I know Father Gross and I and different priests, we're, we're doing all kinds of things from things that I <laughs> I would never have any interest in normally, like like doing a live streaming mass on video, like this morning, about, for example. <laughs> Exactly. Learning about audio equipment, visual equipment, how does this work, sound. Okay, how about even just basic things? I know I'm, I'm kind of an archaic guy, but like j just websites and Facebook and posting things and web pages and all this. So I found I've had to go way out of my comfort zone here, and I've been posting daily things on our, our, our parish web page, morning prayer, evening prayer, reflections. Now, I'm saying that as a way that for the layperson – it's going to be extremely challenging, and you're going to have to come out of your comfort zones a little bit. You're going to have to um, 
seek out your faith in, in, in electronic and virtual ways. You're going to have to seek out apps. Like there's really good apps like the, the iBrevery app or, or the Laudate app or the or just finding where the USCCB web page is. Where, so the daily readings USCCB.org, yes, with their calendar correct. of daily readings. So, and, and it, it just here, like some of us, like I um, two weeks ago, I helped one of my parishioners who's in his 80s on the phone now, Father, we're going to live stream. How do we do this? I literally, you know, 15 minutes on the phone with him. Click that button on your computer. Click that button. Click, And he was so grateful. It took 15 minutes, but he was so grateful. And it, it like, changed his life. And, and, and so these are the means we have, right? So, so I'm really encouraging lay people right now. Just if this is way out of your comfort zone, most all of us can get on Google. Just all you have to do is go to that Google search engine and put the thing in there that you're looking for. And for the most part, it's going to come up. You're going to find it. And you're, you're going to find these different ways. I mean, Father Gross, how about yourself? What what are good resources here, simple ones, that you could give to people to say, like, yeah, just click on this or go here. This will help you. Those are very helpful. I know that there are some additional things that are offering some free usage. Formed.org, for example, is offering a free 90-day membership if people don't have an individual subscription to that, and they'll provide a lot of liturgical helps as well. So um, there are also any number of different Catholic daily devotionals that people use, whether it be Magnificat, The Word Among Us, um, Give Us This Day, uh, produced by Liturgical Press in Minnesota, any of these different uh, resources. Um, if someone wasn't really in the uh, habit of using those things, that would be a, a good one, too. So that's something to just keep, kind of keep in mind. Right. Um, I'm seeing a notice here that Magnificat is also offering free resources. You know, here, here's some thoughts on it. Like, to, instead of, like, focusing on the negative of what we're losing, look at the positive of what's happening. Like, here would be a, a few examples. Like, we're being forced to school at home right now. Well... Why not turn it into a, a Catholic schooling at home? Start the day with prayer. Stop at noon and, and reflect on the scriptures, right? Our bishop in the Diocese of Fargo, he gave us this word at the beginning of this. He said, I would like you to read the scriptures, pray the rosary, and make a spiritual communion. I don't know that he said each day, but that's me. I say each day. And I know for a fact, if we would come under his word, if we could do that, the divine spirit of God will come into us. It, we will receive the divine spirit. God will honor our apostle, Bishop Folder, the word that he's given us for our comfort in this time. Now, mm-hmm. it might not be the particular comfort we're looking for. Like, we, I want to receive the Eucharist. Yes, of course. I want to go to Mass. Yes, of course. But in these strange times, God will come to us if we, we come under authority and we, and we participate and co- cooperate with, you know, the simple thing. It makes me think of Naaman the Syrian, right? He said, well, if you want to be cured of leprosy, go down the river and dunk seven times. Well, there's better rivers at home. Why would I do that? And the question was, well, why wouldn't you do it? If all it takes is to go in seven times and you're cured of leprosy, why wouldn't you do it? If all of it takes to go onto Google and put it into the Google search engine and start looking, why wouldn't you do that? If all it takes is to pray the rosary, make a spiritual communion, reflect on the readings for the day, why wouldn't we all do that? And to pray for the... uh, Right. 
to pray for the discipline necessary to overcome the the sloth and acedia that could uh, you know take root. So, um, Father, we have another question submitted on Facebook, and I just want to give out the number one more time because uh, we still have a few minutes left in this straight talk segment today. Eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two. Joni uh, writes uh, this. Thank you, Father. You made the televised mass very real. Can you speak to how we can engage while watching mass, especially during Holy Week? And uh, one thing I want to recommend is that I know the Diocese of Sioux Falls has put out um, kind of a PDF, sort of a single-page flyer with practical suggestions. Various things like, you know, arrange chairs so that you're not just kicked back and lounging on a couch. Um, dress in a way that is proper for Mass, even though you're not physically at the church. Various things like that. So do you have any additional thoughts in terms of how people can um, be more engaged uh, in what would otherwise be a pretty passive sort of uh, mode of, of watching Mass? Absolutely. So you hit it. What you said is critical there. Like I, I say, it starts with creating a sacred space in your home. And there's beautiful websites you can go to, um, and they'll even tell you just simple ways. Like, But we need a sacred space so that when you're in that space, it's not normal. Like it's not just the living room now. It's the, or come up with a family plan. When we do mass on TV, how are we doing this? Okay. Like you said, dressing particular way, acting in a certain way, going through all the motions and all those things. Now, what 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 I plan, and I bet you, so Sioux Falls Diocese, and I bet you it's going to be out there, it wouldn't be hard to find, but for my parishioners, I'm going to put out a step-by-step guide in these days of what they can do in their homes. And of course, each family is going to have to adjust it to their particular situation. But so, okay, so we can't go to the Lord's Supper, the Last Supper, right? Why can't we follow along the prayers? Why can't we have a meal? commemorating the Lord in our home. Maybe it'd be like a Seder meal. Why Why couldn't we have the dad or somebody in the family wash the feet of the family members, right? Why Why couldn't we have like an hour of adoration of Jesus in the garden? Why couldn't we design a garden in our home for Jesus being reserved? Why couldn't we do the the stations of the cross on Friday? And Okay, so you get the point. Have a crucifix to venerate, etc. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, and of course, every family and every individual... We'll have to adapt it to their particular circumstances. But doing something is better than doing nothing, and God will honor. Yep, sounds like we uh, temporarily lost Father Leffer, and we'll try to get him back as soon as possible. But if people search around, there are some great resources, uh, and I know the Diocese of Sioux Falls was one that uh, per- that provided this, uh, regarding how you can set up an environment in one's home. So... We want to just uh, make sure to, to do that as well. And uh, I'm just going to wait for a second if we have Father Leffer back yep, on I'm, the I'm air yet or not. Gross, thank you. Okay, we're, okay very good. Um, yeah, that's one of the things about technology that people kind of drop in and out and stuff, you know, at times. So we'll try to try to keep it going as long as possible. Um, we just have a couple of minutes in the segment, and I want to share a couple of other quotes from another article dealing with this whole matter of um, dealing with alienation and kind of the social uh, phenomenon that's ta- taking place. Um, this author, Timothy Carney is his name, uh, he asks, Will the current forced isolation exacerbate our alienation, or could it somehow provide a cure? Um, before these uh, suspensions of public events were happening in masses and other churches, he says people were already opting out of worship services in favor of Netflix, video games, and pets. 
uh, sort of a, a crass way to put it, but I think it's pretty pretty effective. Um, and he also talks about some of these different things that uh, are happening in his own community. He is a Catholic, and he was speaking with a mother of four in her 30s who goes to Mass every single day. Um, and uh, she expressed hope that losing the ability to attend regularly would renew Catholics' love for Mass and the sacrament of the Eucharist. Now, she's right as far as that goes. The people who regularly go to church, mosque, and synagogue solely out of duty may develop a real fondness for these gatherings. And then he goes on to say, but that's not most of us. And road attendance at religious congregations is not America's social problem these days. Staying home is the problem, and this virus will make it worse. He was talking about a homily that his pastor had given, speaking of sacrifices that people ordinarily make throughout the world. For example, an African priest who has to ride around on a motorcycle to 60 or 70 missions in order to bring mass and Catholic education to the poor, and of persecuted Christians who cannot leave their homes. Now, you know, there are also stories of Christians from during the days of the Cold War who had to sneak around to attend Mass, you know, in the countries behind the Iron Curtain. Our current plight, uh, Carney continues, is nothing like theirs in many ways. Crucially, we know that this will end, hopefully sooner rather than later, but it goes beyond religion. Pubs are closing across the country, baseball, basketball, and hockey games are canceled, museums are shutting down, youth sports are out. Learning about these closures or seeing photos of empty main streets is unnerving to anyone because it reflects the gravity of the crisis. But ask yourself this, were you going to your local diner? When did you last bring your family to the nearest museum? Had you even checked the minor league baseball schedule? Do you go to the library, the free spring concerts at Town Hall? Increasingly, people's answer is no. Uh, this is where the deprivation, the weeks in the proverbial desert, could benefit American society. The alienated, the isolated, and the alone are often that way because they do not see the virtue in society. They do not think they will gain from assembling, working together, and sharing. So I just thought that was an interesting perspective as we think about what life will be like, what we choose to do once things come back together. So thank you for participating in Straight Talk today. And up next, how are we as the church called to respond during crises? We'll speak to someone from the University of Mary about that. And later, what the gospel of life means to us 25 years later. All this and more as Real Presence Live with Father James Gross and Father Jason Leffer continues right after this. 